ComC.com is your home for buying, selling, and flipping all of the hottest trading cards. Their consignment marketplace is home to over 23 million cards across all major eras and genres. With a ComC.com account, you can purchase cards from different sellers over time and ship them home together later or immediately reprice them for sale on the ComC marketplace to try and flip. To continue serving collectors as our hobby grows, ComC is actively hiring for a range of different roles. Learn more and apply online at comc.com jobs. You're listening to the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute, a podcast where we discuss both the hobby and business sides of collecting. I'm your host, Mike Summer, and I want to help you buy, sell, and trade your way into a collection you'll love. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode 106 of the Wax Pack Hero Sports Card Minute. It's been a while since we did an episode that just broke down one of my favorite sets, or a set that I have been passionate about or that I'm trying to put together for my PC, and so I figured that's what I will do today. The The thing that we're going to cover today, the set that we're going to break down today, is the 1972-1973 Topps basketball set. It's a set that I had been somewhat familiar with, peripherally, I guess, uh, for the last several years. But as I was going through this million card inventory over the winter, I came across a box that had four to five hundred of these cards in it. And they were all in pretty sharp condition. That set, that got me thinking, well, maybe I'll go ahead and put this set together. Let me take a look and see what I've got, how close I am to putting the set together and, and what I might still need to do. So I did that. I got those out. I spent a Saturday evening watching TV with my wife and I started sorting those 1972-1973 Tops cards. And I was actually pretty close to putting together the full set. I think out of the 264 cards in the set, I think I had probably about 240 of them already right off the bat through this lot. And yeah, there were some big names that we'll get to in uh, a little bit that I still needed to track down. But I was a, a good portion of the way there and had a good portion of these cards in pretty good shape. So I decided that I would put this together. And as I did that, that prompted me to dig in and learn a little bit more about the set. And so I wrote an article at waxpackhero.com where I broke that down and kind of did a set review, provided a link to the checklist and provided some pictures and things like that. And so that'll be another complimentary article to this episode. And what I'll be using is kind of the foundation for some of the detail that we'll get into. But I had a lot of fun with this set. It's not complete yet. I'm continuing to make progress on getting it tracked down. The Dr. J rookie is going to be the the death of me. I think it, it just continues to escalate in price, but we'll talk a little bit about that in just a minute. But first, I want to highlight Underdog Collectibles. They're an online shop run by collectors for collectors, and they break new product every Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday night. In addition to that, they've got a great Facebook community at their uh, Facebook group, and they have a great YouTube channel where you can watch those breaks live and unfold. So you buy your break at udogcollect.com, watch it on on their YouTube channel and have a lot of fun, connect with others on their Facebook community to ask questions, talk about your hits, talk about what you're collecting. Uh, great website, great group of guys. Check them out at udogcollect.com and tell them Wax Pack Hero sent you. All right, let's break this set down a little bit. When this set came out in 1972, the wax boxes contained 24 packs with 10 cards in each pack, and they retailed for a whopping 10 cents. 
That was actually the only standard retail packaging that year. However, there was also a promotional offering with General Mills that provided the opportunity to obtain both 50-card cello packs and 132-card uncut sheets for a combination of proof of purchases and a small fee. Man, that would be so amazing when you look back at that today. Can you imagine having just a bundle of those 132-card uncut sheets or 50-card sealed cello packs? That would have been fantastic. But that was another option if you were a serial leader and had some UPCs and some things like that that you could send in to General Mills. Oh, man, that would be amazing. Um, anyway, the 264-card set is made up of players from both the NBA and the ABA. And so cards 1 through 176 depicted NBA players, and 177 through 264 showed the stars of the ABA. And between both leagues, this set is just loaded with legends. Probably, like I mentioned before, the most significant card in the set is the Julius Irving rookie. But it also contains rookie cards for Phil Jackson and a bunch of other stars like Wilt Chamberlain, Pete Maravich, Oscar Robertson, Walt Frazier, and Rick Barry. Now, the design of the set is straight up 70s to the core. Most of the cards feature a player overlaid on top of a, a very brightly colored background. A few cards depict action game shots and a more traditional photo. The team names are in this big cartoon-like bubble letter thing along the bottom that grows in size from left to right to form kind of a triangular shape. This design is super memorable, and I became a bigger and bigger fan of it as I was going through that sorting process. There's just something about the team names and that design and the bright colors and even some of the, the fun that people had. You know, the, the Wilt Chamberlain card, for instance, he was actually wearing his jersey backwards in the player photo, and so his, his name is going across his chest, and that was kind of a, a cool thing. The design of the, the backs of the cards remind me of a vertical version of the 1978 Topps baseball set. There's this, this combination of orange and blue that's layered on top of the gray cardstock that make a really clean look. Some of the, some of the card backs have uh, a small cartoon like Topps often did in the 60s and 70s. It has their career pro stats on there, a, a little snippet or a key takeaway, as long as their bio information like height and date of birth and where the hometown is and where they went to college, that type of thing. As far as values, like I mentioned before, the Dr. J rookie is the big hitter from this set and commands the biggest price on the secondary market. For a while, you could get some ungraded copies for around $500. It looks like now, uh, you know, that is, is going to be even a low-grade copy at, for $500. This card just continues to escalate. High-grade versions are, are going even, even higher into the, into the thousands for sure. Complete sets, you know, you're looking at about two to 3000 probably, maybe um, a, a low-grade set around $1,000, something like that. But the, the complete sets are also continuing to go up in value. You know, with so many stars, and you know, there's other cards in there that carry a decent price tag depending on condition. The Chamberlain, uh, Pistol Pete, Cream, those are also very popular cards that, that add up. With the different uh, multiplayer cards that you have, some of the league leader type cards and some of the all-star type cards, you're going to see multiple Dr. J cards. You're going to see multiple Wilt Chamberlain cards. And so there's multiple opportunities to get cards of some of those big players in this set. 
I really like this set. I, I think the inclusion of both leagues does a great job of capturing the history of professional basketball at the time. The checklist is loaded with legends, and the values of the cards make building the set an attainable goal while still being a challenge. The colorful design and the player photos are a great reflection of the era and make for an enjoyable flip through the binder. My own personal journey in putting this set together is really going to be something that I think is made up of multiple chapters. And, and the first chapter is that box of four to 500 cards that I found that gave me a great start to the set. The second chapter is, is a more recent version of, of me finding some buried treasure. As I have been sorting cards over these last few years, as I've bought collections, I would typically take the vintage cards, kind of anything pre-1980, and I would stick them in their own monster box. And I, I didn't necessarily sort them right away. And as I was had some, some free time over the last several weeks, I stumbled across that box and said, maybe I should sort these out a little bit more. And as I was going through those, I found another little stack of these 72, 73 Topps basketball cards, and it actually had some more of the stars. There was two Wilt Chamberlains in there, two Jerry Wests in there. There was a few of the other bigger names that I didn't have yet. And so I was able to already start filling in some holes from that secondary find of some of the bigger stars. Now, I think of I only have one maybe of the Dr. J cards that are in there, but not the big rookie. And so that is going to still be on the list. Pistol Pete is still one that is on the list that I'm going to need to track down. Um, and, and there's a few others. I think I'm somewhere around 10 to 15 cards that I still need maybe for that set. And so the, the second phase of my journey putting this together was finding that box of vintage where I had stuck some of these in there and forgotten about them, but I dug them out and slotted them where they needed to be. The doubles I took into the shop and actually sold a few of those already last weekend because you just don't see this, this set all the time. The third phase or the third chapter of me putting this set together is actually buying those missing cards and filling in those gaps via online marketplaces. And I actually started to do that a little bit yesterday. There was a few cards that I picked up on ComC and added to my pending shipment. And so I will be getting a few of those there. Um, not a not a ton of inventory. I tried to, to make offers on one. It got rejected. A couple of the other ones were still really good, uh, priced really well. And so I didn't want to take a chance to make an offer and have that price go up. So I just bought those outright. And then the other place was Sport Lots. I, I found a few of the others that I needed on Sport Lots and was able to pretty much buy every card that I needed that they had on the site. And so there were still some cards that were sold out on the site that weren't available on Sport Lots, and so I couldn't get them there. Uh, so between ComC and Sport Lots, I was able to fill in a lot of those holes, and I'm just going to have to start keeping an eye out on eBay for the rest, I believe. And so eventually, I'm going to get there. You know, it, it might be at the National this summer where I finally pick up that uh, Dr. J rookie. I'm not sure, but I'll keep whittling away at this month after month. And like the, the 1968 Topps baseball set that I recently completed, I think the 72-73 Topps basketball set will also be able to be completed by the end of the year. That's what I'm going to be shooting for anyway. I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's a little bit of a different vintage style chase that I'm going after, but I'm having a lot of fun with it, and I would encourage you to check it out too. Again, check out the article that I wrote at waxpackhero.com. I will link to it in the show notes. 
And um, let me know what you think. Or is there another 70s era basketball set that you're into? I'd love to hear about it. I'd love to, to know what you're going after too. Send me a note at waxpackhero at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at TheMikeSummer. And check me out on TikTok and Instagram and some of those other places as well at Wax Pack Hero. That's all I've got for you today. I'll catch you next time.